0: It is 17 minutes to 10 on ABC North Queensland, and I was saying before, maybe you're feeling a little bit down today about the election result, maybe you're jubilant, however you do feel. It's definitely the the double-edged sword of winning, I suppose, is that, you know, you can be absolutely over the moon about it, but you don't want to let it go too far, you don't want to let the winning go to your head. And it was a momentous night on Saturday for several reasons. We do now, officially, have a new Prime Minister, and... You, you might say more importantly, the Cowboys won their sixth consecutive game of the season in just absolute walloping of the Melbourne storm. Now, whatever side of politics you're on or whichever team you barrack for today, these events may be causing you to celebrate or commiserate. So how do we manage a successful win or defeat in relation to an election or a footy game or whatever it is? Dr. Joe Lukens is here. As she is every mindful Monday to help us understand the psychology of winning and losing, Dr. Joe. Very good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Henry.
0: Well, I mean, I think we can all hopefully agree, unless you know those Melbourne people living here, that at least from a footy perspective, Saturday was a very good night. But it's an interesting side to, I mean, for the Cowboys themselves and their fans, and for people who are happy about this incoming government. When we win, how should we manage our thought process?
1: It's important to uh, be mindful of, of what we're thinking about when we do experience success for a couple of reasons. One, I think, because success leaves clues. So if if it's something if we've personally had a win, or if our teams had a win, or our you know our political um, parties had a win, whatever it is, that's happened for a reason. Like success doesn't just randomly happen. So success leaves clues. So if we pay attention to the reasons why we were successful, then in the, I guess if we look at it from the lens of a, a sporting team, rinse and repeat, come out and do that again. Because, you know, we, we want to replicate winning and we want that to continue. So there's plenty of lessons within our successes. So it's always really helpful for us to think back, you know, what, what made this success come about um, and, and to be mindful about those things. Because it's, it's interestingly in sport, it's the one area where I find it's very easy for teams to gloss over that. You know, we won, great, let's move on. Well yes, let's let's get ready for the next competition absolutely, but let's not lose the value of the lessons from the success we've just had.
0: A term you used with me just then off air was the roller coaster. When it comes to winning and losing, what's a roller coaster, and is that something we should strive for or aim to avoid?
1: Well, it's probably well, it's the highs and the lows, isn't it? I guess it depends on how much do you like the highs and how much can you push through the lows when when they come along. I think within a sporting team, particularly one that has a long season, what we're trying trying to aim to do is probably have less of the roller coaster and more consistency, because that that consistency is a little more predictable. And and often I'm talking to teams and to athletes about kind of dialing back like enjoying the success absolutely Um, but dialing it back a little bit not getting too carried away because then we tend to really heavily carry the weight of the loss as well and so you know if we need to be able to pick ourselves up each week to perform in the case of sporting teams that are doing this every week you know you probably want a little less roller coaster and a little more consistency through your performances
0: obviously with sport and politics winning is something that everyone is striving for at all times is it sometimes important though from a psychology perspective to lose
1: uh, it's pr- usually not our preference but but there's much to, much value to be gained from that you know so um and part of the reason for that as humans is we lose all the time you know there's all sorts of things if you, if you look at it through the lens of winning and losing not everyone likes to do that but you know we experience disappointments we experience losses Frequently, so we really need to have some strategies around how to manage that. Mm. So, you know, and one of one of the athletes I was working with just recently said to me, "Well, Joe, the option for this weekend is we win or we learn." You know, yeah. and that's that's a useful way to think about it because there's lessons in the disappointments, in the losses as well. If we pay attention to those, we pick up the clues.
0: Dr. Joe Lucas joining you on ABC North Queensland right now, talking about the psychology of winning and losing. When we win, how can we win well?
1: Uh, winning well. Um, Well, I guess there's a lot of, um, I guess, cultural influences around this, but I guess what I'm mindful of, and I guess this is more an opinion um, as anything else, is to to win with humility, you know, because... Well, one, because of what it means to the person who hasn't won, so to do it with some grace, but also your next loss will be coming along at some point in time. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's right. so I think being being grateful for the opportunity to be successful is an important thing. I think humility is important, um, and it does say a lot about us, you know. You, I don't know. It, it, the personal preferences here, but you know when if I see someone gloating, it doesn't particularly make me want to lean in towards them. So mm. so w- you know I think those lessons about l- l- winning with grace um I think is is a great way to maintain respect for ourselves and for others.
0: There might have been some gloating on Saturday night after the election result. I, is it tough to manage our relationships when you might just be over the moon about a result and someone else is tough? i'm I'm thinking about, Family dinner tables where there can be differing political beliefs after an election is it a risk that the I suppose the fruits of competitiveness can be distance from people we disagree with?
1: Oh, absolutely, and there's no doubt conflict can arise because of it, or it can. It's going to impact relationships for sure. So, and I, and I guess like you said, it's tricky when it's something that we're really is close to our heart, and and you know some of these things are big issues. They affect. Our, our, our lives, our opportunities, our bank balances, our our community, our values, all sorts of things. And, and politics, you know, that's why we often say that that's the one thing that you never talk about because it is so uh, held closely to us. So an election really brings that to the front. And of course, I guess being mindful that, you know, and respectful that, and, and aren't we fortunate that we can have different political views in this country. So being mindful, I guess, when, when our Team um, in inverted commas is successful. That that means that's come at a loss to others. And 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 all, in all of this, you know, there's there's humans here who've lost their political opportunities to that. You know, like that's a tough thing to go through. There'll be a grief response for them and a whole range of things. So at the core of all this is a lot of humans. So I guess we want to be mindful of that as well.
0: We'll keep trucking on whether we're happy or sad about all those results we heard over the weekend. I know I'm at, at least for the Cowboys. We can we can gloat a little bit, not too much. But a teeny tiny bit. Dr Joe Lukens, thank you so much for joining us for this Mindful Monday. We'll Well, chat to you
1: next week. Always good, Henry.